Elite Expert Insider, the podcast that educates, inspires, and motivates you to take your business and life to the next level. We would like to thank Audible for supporting Elite Expert Insider. Please go to the link bit.ly forward slash Elite Audible. That's bit.ly forward slash Elite Audible. And get a free 30-day trial to show your support. Thank you, Audible. Now to Elite Expert Insider for conversations with industry leaders. Hi, I'm Melanie Johnson along with my co-host Jen Foster. We're here to give you another terrific show. We have a fabulous guest today. Her name is Tammy Patzer and she is a best-selling author. She has a business called Blue Ocean Authority and she does similar to what we do. She helps authors achieve their publishing goals, make them a bestseller, and helps them write and create their book as well. We're going to learn inside tips from her of what she thinks about the publishing business and how to get your book leveraged and use it as a platform for yourself and we're going to talk about how to use your digital online presence to maximize that. So Tammy is an expert. She is a multiple best-selling author. We're so pleased to have you here today, Tammy. So if you're looking to do uh, maximize your online presence, if you've thought about writing a book um, and want to know how to get it out there, then today is your show. Welcome, Tammy. We're so glad to have you here today. Thank you. I appreciate you inviting me. So tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started in writing books and publishing. Well, um, I am a, let's say that I got started writing books back in the third grade, <laughs> but more recently I actually um, started uh, doing book writing in about 2011. I wrote my first book called Ask Tammy, Tips, Tricks, and Tools. 365 ways to use social media and the idea at the time was I was really focusing on local marketing consulting and I wanted the local people to know that I was an expert with social media so I put together 365 ways to actually create your online presence so at the end of a year you would have 365 pieces of what I call digital waterfront property. So that was my first book and then in 2012 I wrote Ask Tammy Pinterest for Business and that was fun because that was part of a challenge to quickly write a book and I chose Pinterest because at the time Pinterest, Pinterest was brand new and you still had to get an invitation in order to get on it. So. I wrote about Pinterest and then I've written other books and I've helped a very eclectic group of people become number one bestsellers. Um, I, I like to have this joke, um, what do uh, a poet, a Chinese medicine doctor and a butter maker have in common? And the, the big joke is that those are all people that I've helped become number one bestsellers with their books um, because I've just helped a lot of very different people but the beauty of that is what it proves is that if you are someone with an expertise a book can really become what a lot of us call the ultimate business card or the um, ultimate leverage tool to help get you out there. It, it's very well, good to help you get on stage. That. Talk about okay. what you 
feel a book does for uh, a business for someone who is maybe already in business or someone who wants to start a new platform? How do you feel you can, because so many people think, well, it's the book, I'm going to make tons of money selling my book, but we teach, and I think you teach as well to authors, it's not necessarily the money you make from the sales of your book, it's how you leverage it. So exactly. uh, talk about the leverage of a book and what it can do for you and what it did for you and your business. Well, exactly. It is not about the book. The book is, is like I said, it, it's like the ultimate business card or it is the ultimate tool that helps you to position yourself. For example, when I wrote my book about social media, it made people realize, gee, she knows enough to fill a book, and this was actually about a 400-page book. This is before I, uh, this was not a Kindle book. This was actually a big physical book. But what it did was it let people know that I really did have an expertise about social media marketing. And what it did for my business is it I actually did a few things. For example, I got invited to speak to many groups. For example, I was invited by SCORE to speak to their groups, uh, small business development centers, local chambers of commerce. And I even spoke at a local nonprofit foundation. And in the audience of that particular luncheon, it was a lunch and learn. So I spoke for maybe a half an hour about social media marketing. In the audience was the educational director from Florida Gulf Coast University. And he immediately approached me and said, do you think that you could create a social media certification program for Florida Gulf Coast University? And of course I said, well, yes, I can because I do have a teaching background also. So I actually have since created Florida Gulf Coast University's social media certification program. And that course has been taught now since 2013. Wow. And not only that, but my book uh, that led to me creating other courses, everything from video marketing to referral marketing to just general uh, marketing. For example, I have a course about how to find your ideal client avatar, how to create marketing funnels, and all of that stemmed from the one book, my 365 uh, social media tips, tricks, and tools to speaking in front of a local group. And it turned into um, an ongoing business for me as, as a uh, adjunct at the Florida Gulf Coast University. So that's just one thing. Other um, opportunities from creating a book and creating that platform, because think about it. When you become an author, you are perceived to be the expert or the authority, and it helps you create impact and influence and, of course, more income. And again, it's not about selling a whole bunch of books, but it is about what this book does for you because people perceive authors as the expert. And, of course, when you become a best-selling author, it puts the icing on the cake, I guess, if you want to see it that way, about people say, oh, okay, so they are 
you are the ultimate expert. And yeah. of course, you prove it time and time again because the fact that you get invited to speak, for example, this is an opportunity created from the fact that I wrote a book. I'm here speaking with you and sharing my knowledge. I also interview people for an online business magazine and I often will hand pick the people I interview and one of the criteria I look for as do other media representatives is do they have a book? Oh, they have a book. That, you know, gives me that one little check mark that oh, I can talk to them about the book topic and other people will be interested in this topic that their book is written about. So well, the question that people give us all the time is, well, would I get this investment back? Whether they're investing, you know, they already have their book written and they just need it published. So whether they're investing uh, $10,000 or $50,000 to get their book out there, they're going to get their money back through the opportunities by leveraging the book and having universities and different companies come to them and, and ask them to create things and increase their business and increase the amount of money they can charge for their services. So the answer really is yes. Yes. You're going to get that money back, but it doesn't. It may not come the way you think it's going to come. Right. And again, if you think about it, that book, the book I wrote in 2011, fast forward, this is 2016, the book is still working for me 24-7, 365. Right. And books, especially physical books, and you, only, you don't have to print out a bunch of them. You can get them one at a time. But they really are an excellent prop <laughs> when you're speaking also or if you're invited to be on television uh, they're also mm -hmm. very very handy uh, to have but yes you're absolutely right you definitely will get the return on investment is it isn't something that you measure in oh I, I got one thing from it it is something that you're going to keep getting a return on for a lifetime yeah. Every book that you publish, you should have a bestseller campaign done for it because that each book will help you to create a larger online footprint. Right. Well, I love how you took your book, and I know you were speaking, and then they asked you to do come to the university and sell a course. But I think that's important for everyone to know that you know a lot of times, like we said, that people will think that the book is the end but really the book is the beginning and a lot of times you can take all the content in your book and say okay what are the five steps that I'm teaching in my book well those are the five modules or the five uh, course um, you know chapters or courses that you're going to be teaching so a lot of times you can just dissect your book and repurpose again the content to do a certification program like you did Tammy or a, or, or a training course online or all sorts of different training whether you're doing it live or on, on digital Exactly. Repurposing is huge. And also, when you write a book or, or you create a book, and you let's say you speak your book, that spoken version of your book can actually become the audio book mm -hmm. that you can sell on Amazon. So you could have a Kindle book a CreateSpace book or a physical book. And again, CreateSpace is 
only one of several platforms you can use, but then you can also have an audiobook which can become useful in, in any of your marketing. And not to mention that, but for example, when I do the interviews with people and they have a book, I, I could even take the interview that I do with people and turn that into a chapter in one of the multi-author books that, that I produce so that someone could do an interview with me and actually end up being a best-selling author just by spending a half an hour to 45 minutes with me doing an interview. We did that with our uh, book writing Bible. We took the best of our podcast and curated them together and created a book. Uh, and it's right. It's the best way you can you put it out there. You do it once, and you can put it on multiple platforms. And so many people just put it on one platform instead of multiple platforms when they're doing it. That's a really smart idea. What do you think are the um, the top things someone should think about? when they're writing their book and creating it, and specifically if it's for a business, what are the things that they should really be including in that book? Well, the first thing that people need to do is they have to know who are they writing the book for? Who is your ideal client? Especially if you're going to be using the book as the ultimate business card or as um, part of your marketing sales strategy to grow your business. So if you know who your ideal customer, client, patient, um, whomever that is, that way your book will be targeted. So you're writing to a specific audience. And I think it's important when I say a specific audience because oftentimes we're so afraid to narrow down our focus to you know, one avatar or one group of people that our message is too broad and then, of course, nobody's interested in what we have to say because they may not be able to relate to what we're giving them in that broad message but if we narrow it down to that ideal client then it's like yeah that's me she's talking to me so that's the first thing and then of course think about it your book that we're not writing the great American novel here and if it's a Kindle book you need to be thinking about um, one problem, one solution, or a topic, because Kindle books do not have to be long. Think about the fact that you could create several short, shorter Kindle books, one topic, one solution, and then you could actually create a larger physical book where the Kindle books could be all put together to make a larger physical book because most people want a physical book with, with a spine and in create space you need at least 120 pages to get that spine. Obviously you can print a physical book um, in a different format um, that doesn't have that multiple pages but the I think that people need to not think in terms of one book. If they're going to be using books and for part of their marketing, they should be thinking in terms of my first book, <laughs> my second book, or a series uh -huh. of books because um, you don't necessarily have to say that you're a 
20-time best multiple author, but you could say, you know, best-selling author, number one best-selling author, and then let's say maybe you have a series, like like my books are Ask Tammy books, um, because that I have, uh, everybody, how that happened is everybody used to say, Ask Tammy, she'll know, <laughs> because I'm, I've got that personality of, if I don't know, I try to look it up. So that was how that little Ask Tammy came came to be, was because people say, ask her. You know, Tammy can figure it out, you know, because I, I dig. And, and so I think that's um, kind of a cute little aside about how that Ask Tammy came about. But again, don't limit yourself to thinking that you have to write the book little one problem, one solution, Kindle books are just as good as having a physical book and again the whole idea is to leverage that and when we talk about leverage I think it's important that people understand it means it doesn't end with the book. The, the book is it's kind of like having a ticket, it's the golden ticket to get noticed, to get found, to get acknowledged, and to get interviewed. And it could be interviews on podcasts, radio, television. For example, I've been interviewed on television about Facebook and what my expertise on Facebook was. Obviously, I've, I've used Facebook a lot and I've helped a lot of people with Facebook, but my expertise was talking about Facebook addiction, uh -huh. okay, talking about Facebook. Um, the first one I did, and it's almost embarrassing because it was around Valentine's Day, so we needed a hook for television, so how to find love on Facebook. I personally do not and have never found love on Facebook, <laughs> but I can talk about how other people use Facebook for finding love, creating relationships, family feuds, um, and of course for business. And it just happened that finding love was the Valentine's Day hook yeah. for that. But again, having a book, when the TV producers looked at my proposal, guess what they noticed? They said, oh, she's an author of some books and they didn't care if they were Kindle or physical. Mm -hmm. What they cared about was that I was an author and and the fact I was a best-selling author obviously didn't hurt and I was invited to be on television uh, for N NBC and CW affiliates talking about Facebook. Awesome. Yeah, tell us a little bit more about that. Like how, how would somebody just starting with, they just barely got their book published, how would they go about getting on TV? Okay, so if you want to get on TV, here's the big secret. You have to, number one, you've already got the book, so you've just, you know, checked that off the list. Now, when do you want to be on TV? What time of the year is it? So you start to look for things that are happening in the news that relate to not your book, but the topic or your expertise, because your book might be about social media, but notice how I was on for Facebook. So it was a hot topic. And also, 
Uh, Facebook has, I think their birthday is February 7th. So that think, look for uh, hooks or events, things that will make what your book is about a hot topic. Like right now, it's the Olympics. Right. So if you were able to tie something to the Olympics, maybe it's about mindset or, you know, think about all of the things going on or your book is about how to be a top athlete. And you could probably tie yourself to the Olympics, but look for a hook. Look for something that is timely and local. Also, know that the road to the Today Show you don't go directly to the Today Show because that is big, okay? You would start by literally picking up the phone or emailing or sending Facebook messages. I actually got on local television with a Facebook message to a local affiliate. I think it was about um, Facebook and teenagers. If you remember when they came out with this, the, the guidelines for how to protect teenagers on Facebook a few years ago. I actually got on local television with a Facebook message. So you actually come up with what you're familiar with a one sheet for your book. So you come up with something like a one sheet, come up with an idea that would grab their attention. So using Facebook, okay, my question, are you addicted to Facebook? Yeah. That was the headline. Are you addicted to Facebook? And then find a couple statistics. According to blah, 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 Facebook, you know, people spend, they claim it's only eight hours a month, but FaceFacts is probably eight hours a day. Um, mm -hmm. Take the quiz. And I made a little quiz mm -hmm. about how to tell if you're addicted to Facebook. And then I had a little short bio about myself and when I say a short bio we're talking about maybe 50 words about what made me qualified uh, to talk about Facebook and in my case because I am a college level instructor I'm able to use that and of course that adds to my credibility so I have best-selling author the books title so they oh social media and then, of course, I had that, that hook. And then you find out who the producer is. And again, start either at your local stations like in, for example, I was actually um, on the San Diego CW station. Um, I was in Albuquerque. I was invited to Los Angeles and to Chicago. Um, and you can talk to them on the phone. Uh -huh. You could make a very short video of you pitching it and actually what you would say to them. And when I say a very short video, you have to, it would be 30 seconds to two minutes where you would, you know, go through what you might say in an interview. Because remember, News interviews are probably only three to five minutes long if you're lucky. A lot of times you might get two minutes or three minutes on the air. But think about it. If you could do your pitch on video, are you addicted to Facebook? And you have to be really energetic because uh, over the airwaves flattens us out. So 
you know, I'm a hand talker, so it gives energy to it. And smile. But these are all, you know, you want to make sure that you that you look friendly and happy, and then speak clearly and speak fast, uh, faster than normal, because again, you're trying to convey all this through this cold image, like video, what we're on now, it's kind of cold. So the more energy that I put into it, the more people will go feel me, you know, that energetic. So uh, get a hook, localize it, timeliness, smile, find a local producer. How do you do that? You can go to, let's say that you want to be on television in your local community. It sometimes is easier to be on television someplace else rather than your local community. You, know, you, we, you all know about how in your own hometown you're just a nobody, but you go someplace else and you're somebody coming into town. Yeah, you can't <laughs> yeah. profit in your own land. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you want to, like I said, be prepared very quick. Uh, are you addicted to Facebook? Take the quiz and then the questions. That, and I actually had a great time uh, with the person, the um, in person who interviewed me because we were joking around and, you know, his name was Gene. And I said, well, Gene, are you addicted to Facebook? And, of course, he goes, well, how would I know? And I said, well, do you, um, what's the last thing you do before you go to bed at night? Do you check your Facebook? And he goes, uh-oh. And then I said, what's the first thing that you do? You may be addicted to Facebook if you, the first thing you do in the morning is check your Facebook. You keep your phone by your bed, you know, all of these things. And so we had a really fun time with this. And then, of course, I actually made um, the quiz, and the directions are called action, was to go get the quiz. And so they had my website and then forward slash Facebook quiz or something like that. Very important. Always be prepared to have, you know, you have to have like your book place for them to go to get your book if you want them to buy your book. Um, being on television also lends itself, if you ever wanted to have an excuse to go somewhere, for example, um, to be on television, let's say that you're in California, but you want to be on some station in, uh, El let's just use Albuquerque, New Mexico, because um, they do take a lot of people from out of town in Albuquerque, New Mexico TV stations. So let's say that you're going to Albuquerque. You would want to set up in advance, if possible, a book signing at a local bookstore or a local place so that people could go see you and then of course take video or take pictures of that at you at your book signing. And so, so these are just ideas that, that you could use but again locally for example it would, it's easier for me to get booked in California than it is for me to get booked in Florida. So, just because of that local factor, and I personally don't have any TV stations really close to me, but um, I can tell you that uh, you can get the list of TV producers and TV stations 
uh, online or you can look them up and find people on LinkedIn. If you look up people on LinkedIn and let's say put a city and a title like it might be producer or associate producer and you could literally hand pick where you would like to be on TV and then it could be as simple as smile, smile and dial and get a hold of the producer and do your pitch over the phone or right. send them a video and um, it can happen and then of course what do you end up with? You have the TV clip, the video as seen on. You know you see a lot of people with the as seen on and what they're doing is they're using the as what really should be as featured in because of the press releases to ABC, NBC, CBS, etc. But then you actually have television clips the, and as you are on television other TV producers will book you because then you have evidence that you are a good guest. Right. And another positive thing that happens from being on television is if you are a good guest, almost immediately they will invite you back to do other segments. So you could actually turn one television appearance into many and again always have something that you're going to direct the audience to do like go here to get my book or go here to find out more about me. And I'm sure that you've heard horror stories about people who got on Oprah or they got on the Today Show and they said it, it did absolutely nothing for me or on Shark Tank. Uh -huh. It did nothing for me or it was so overwhelming we weren't ready for it. Right. So you have to be ready for either the surge of business you're going to get or be just be ready to sell something. Never go on television just to be on television. You always want to have a book or an event or some reason while you, while why you are there. I right. think that's important. I think it's really important because a lot of times you forget that you have an offer and you have to make sure you have that offer and say that offer, whether it's to go buy your book or to go get the free questionnaire like you were saying, you know. Or, or whatever it is, the call to action, right? So the offer, the call to action. But it's so cool because um, being on television is a lot of fun and actually just being interviewed, period. Like this is, to me, is fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, being on the radio, you can use uh, what's called terrestrial, meaning real-time radio where you're either calling in on the phone or you're there live in person or of course podcasts or online radio shows are, are very good. My advice to any author or any business person for that matter is get out and talk to people and I know a lot of people are terrified to actually talk to people, you know, like to stand up in front of a group but talking like this is what one to two all we're doing is having a conversation and we're, you know, I'm not physically in your location. Um, but it's good practice because the more interviews you do, the more you can hone what you'd like to say and talk about this. What Today's interview, what I like about it 
is that you're, you actually asked me questions that not a whole lot of people have asked me about. So it's exciting for me to tell, well, how do you get on TV? Yeah. And so that's exciting for me to be able to share that. Right. It's a wealth of information today. And my big takeaway from the last segment about TV is be prepared for success. So be prepared to sell something. Be prepared to have a, a deluge of people and prospects and things come your way from that interview. So if it happens, you're ready, and it doesn't go to waste. So be prepared for success. I think yeah. that's great. Any last thoughts you want to leave with us before we wrap things up? Well, I wanted to say something, uh, Tammy, before. Just the one, one thing you mentioned when you were talking about the TV is when you actually go to those places, whether it's in your hometown or Albuquerque or wherever, I loved how you said make sure you get a local bookstore or Barnes Noble or whatever and get that book signing party there because then you have more credibility. Not only were you on TV, but you, you and then you have something to tell the people on TV too. Well, I'll be at the local bookstore on the corner of you know Fifth and Main or whatever it is, and I'll be signing books there until whatever time. And you have that to say on TV, and then you have all those pictures, you have video there, so now not only did you get to be on TV, but you also had a book signing party. And even if only 10 people come to that book signing party, or the people who already are shopping at the store, it still is you at a book signing, and that is really good PR. And just to, I guess I'll, I'll make my final comments about that, the beauty of that is, again, we talked about leverage, now you have a television event, a, a television um, news event that you can leverage and a book signing, and you can write press releases about this both pre and post and get that out there and create massive digital waterfront property, meaning grow that that online footprint because for example every interview for example the show that I I do um, it's on YouTube it's on Spreaker it's on Stitcher it's on iTunes and some other places that I can't even think of but it gives at least five different video or audio links and then if I send a press release out of out of that and I link it back I have then created about 450 to 500 digital links back to me and it's a very effective way to leverage and this is a mistake that I see over and over again ranging from billionaire authors like, like um, uh, Damon Johns for example because I actually looked at him and I went whoa he needs my help <laughs> to just average ordinary people and that is they don't leverage every single media event, every single conversation, every single opportunity. For example, this is an opportunity for me to send out a press release about the fact that I was interviewed on this and I can send people to it and get my name out there again in multiple places. So leveraging every single media opportunity and making it pay for itself over and over again again. Maybe we don't pay for every media opportunity with cash, but we pay for everything with our time. So it's really, really important to leverage it so that your online footprint grows so that when people look you up, 
And even if they just type in your name, they're going to go, wow, look at that. She's been interviewed by all of these different people, and she's been on television, and oh my goodness, look at that. She's been in the news. That's really, really important. I got to tell you, I, I was taking notes during this interview. You were giving sure. such great, valuable information that I wanted to make sure um, that I wrote it down because you just had a great way of saying it in a different context that related to me. So I hope it related to uh, everyone listening today and to you out there. If you're inspired to write a book and to learn how to leverage a book, I think you just got great content today. Really terrific. Anything you um, want to leave us with before we have to go? I don't even want to stop. I feel like I could talk to you for another 45 minutes. Well, if anybody does want to contact me, I'm really easy to find. It's uh, Just send me an email to Tammy, T-A-M-I, social media at Gmail. That is my personal account. So if you'd like more information or, or you have questions about what I do and how I can help you, and especially about how to leverage whatever it is you're doing, I'd be more than happy to do that. And also, I'll just make an open invitation that if you would like to be interviewed for an online radio show, Business Innovators Radio, uh, go ahead and use that email, Tammy Social Media, and let me know who you are and what your topic is, and we'll see if it's a good fit. Awesome. Terrific. And we'll put all her links um, on our website so you can find her, and we'll make her books available at Elite Online Publishing so you can find her there as well. Thank you so much for joining us today, Tammy, and thank you for listening and watching us. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. We would love to hear from you, and we'll see you next time. For more information about us, go to EliteOnlinePublishing.com. To get your free book, The Accomplishment and Success Story Starter, simply text your name and email to 832-572-5285. That's 832-572-5285. We'd also like to thank Audible for supporting Elite Expert Insider. To get your free 30-day trial, please go to bit.ly forward slash Elite Audible. That's bit.ly forward slash Elite Audible. And get your free 30-day trial to show your support. Thank you, Audible.